All right, Calvin, introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, my name is Calvin Modia McCarthy. Um, I'm a 29-year-old director living in the Northwest, the Portland, Oregon, Seattle area. Um, I started out as an actor. I've been an actor in the Northwest film community for, oh God, about 12 years now. And when I was about 23, I really wanted to move to the other side of the camera because I've been a lifelong horror movie fan and I've been... Uh, writing and directing my own very low-budget independent horror films for the last few years that have been released by a number of companies. So, you know, just trying to trend in an upward direction and, and hopefully gain a little bit of a, gain a little bit of a cult following, I suppose. That's, that's me in a nutshell. I think you're going to. I definitely do. Uh, just totally off subject, are you a Seahawks fan? Because you're in, C- in the Seattle area? I am a Seahawks fan. I'm a trailblazer fan. I'm an NBA basketball die hard till I die kind of guy. <laughs> right, so right, right. Really, a, like Portland trailblazers are like, like Rip City is my thing. Right, right, right. Okay, so I, just, I had to ask. I mean, because it was done, it was off subject, but I had to ask. I am a Seahawks fan, though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the Mariners. Right, so. right. So, talk to us about Mutant Vampires from the Planet Neptune. Yeah, Mutant Vampires from the Planet Neptune is is a funny project because most of my indie films, um, you know, kind of come from some sort of, like, inspiration through, like, some sort of, like, nightmare or a location or something uh, where I'm at, and this, this, this big story kind of develops... Mutant Vampires from the Planet Neptune is very interesting in that I started working at a local indie studio here in Portland, Oregon, and we had all of this stuff, including uh, this this wonderful um, makeup prosthetic that that I had bought, not really knowing what I wanted to do with it. This like Nosferatu looking mask, and as a joke, I said, you know, what about mutant vampires from space? And we just do something that's like a Don Doler movie. And instantly the story came came to me. Basically, in a nutshell, Mutant Vampires from the Planet Neptune is a love letter to Don Doler films. It is, uh, you know, that space monster runs amok, kills the bikini girls type of movie. At its core, it's, you know, it's sort of a Friday the 13th style movie about a group of uh, uh, early 20s partiers who go on a hike up to a secluded cabin for a weekend of some debauchery where unbeknownst to them, there is a murderous space vampire that had crash land at, at also in the woods and uh, goes on a killing spree. I would totally watch that. Like, that's the type of movie I remember uh, renting on Friday nights. I go to my dad's house. He'd take me to the video store. And, you know, we go rent some horror movies and watch. I mean, that's the type of movie that I would have rented and, and watched and loved. Totally. I mean, that's, that's you know, it's the same for me. And, you know, I've made a lot of kind of supernatural horror films. Um, and I've made a comedy horror, but it was, it was sort of out there 
this was the first time that I ever had the opportunity to do a monster movie, which has always been like my first love. Oh yeah, you know, eighties monster films, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. There's definitely shades of that in there. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, and like I said, movies like Night Beast from Don Doler, just those kind of grungy eighties movies. There was like that that little pocket in the early eighties where it was like, you know, without warning, movies like that where you know it it, it was kind of like you they know, were different the predator, back then. Yeah, they were they were different back then. They really were. They were. Uh, they just and don't make them like that anymore. Sleazy. Yes. And, and cheap. I mean, yes, but they left such an impact on you, right? Like, I mean, oh, absolutely. And and it just you know, I mean, I definitely myself, you know, I grew up on that. The first movie I remember seeing besides The Wizard of Oz was uh, Psycho, which I know is not eighties, but I mean, <laughs> you know, right? Just movies they have a way to you know to leave their their mark on you. So, um, hundred percent. I was yeah. So, I mean, it's just supposed to be fun. Right? Yeah. But I was going to ask where you drew the inspiration for the film from, but you, you know, have already, you just covered that. So I'm going to ask, were there any interesting set stories or memorable moments that you are allowed to share or would like to share? Oh, totally. You know, the funny thing about, about this movie was that I was, I was like sweating buckets going up to it because it's, it was so reliant on practical effects and this suit and kind of this time limit that we had at this location and this ended up being probably the smoothest production that I've ever had I mean it just went together really well I think all of like the fun uh stories that come from it are just you know from being there and having so much fun. I, I think the the worst thing that probably happened was the fact that the cabin didn't really have enough rooms for everybody. Oh yeah. And of course you want to accommodate the actors first, right? So everybody gets rooms and it just kind of boiled down to me and uh, my gaffer, Tim Coyle. And we had to share a couch that was in the common space And we just, you know, we would be the first ones up or we would be the last ones to go to bed. And unfortunately, being in the common space, we ended up being the first ones up because someone would always come down and wake us up. So by the end of it, I mean, there was there was like the second to last day where we took, uh, you know, our dinner break. And I didn't even eat dinner. I just like laid in the bathtub in hot water because I was just so exhausted. I, you know, I was like sleep deprived at I this feel point. It. I feel it. I've been there where you're yeah. you know, on that couch. And again, you're the last one to go to bed, but you're the first one up. I've been there and it yeah. sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. And by the end of that, I mean, trying to do 10 days of that is just, by the end, it really starts to wear on you. It's like you're not even hungry. You're just trying to figure out, like, what is going to maybe relax you, you know, without going to sleep. Right? Yeah, definitely. So you had 10 shooting days? At the cabin, yeah, I want to say, I want to say it was about 9, 9 to 10. Um, We had a couple of days in studio, in in a studio that's uh, located in uh, Portland, Oregon, and then, uh, which is Video is the Future, which is owned by Michael Gibson, who was 
producer on this, and also he's a um, a production sound. He's a boom mic operator, uh, so he pulled double duty and also owns the the studio space that we used. Cool. And we had a couple of other days here and there. I work for a company sometimes uh, called Portland Drone as a, a camera operator, a drone camera operator, mm-hmm. and I was able to get them to kind of come out and get like some nice drone shots of like a car driving and stuff like oh, that. Oh, cool. Very cool. So, so what yeah, is... altogether maybe 14 days, 15 days. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Very nice. So what is next for Calvin McCarthy after the film? Yeah, so it's it's interesting. It's a really fun time for me right now. My last movie came out recently on DVD and VOD. Uh, it was retitled uh, The Amityville Poltergeist. Uh, it was originally called Don't Sleep, but the distributor who picked it up uh, wanted something more marketable. Amityville, you can't copyright that name. Everybody's been doing that right. recently. So yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's come out, and it's been doing pretty well. Uh, then Mutant Vampires, and I'm working on on a script for something right now. I have a couple of working titles, um, but it's... Um, and sort of a return back to uh, more of a serious tones, uh, supernatural film that I would like to uh, shoot up around here. I have I have a little bit of funding of my own that I'm going to kick into it just to like prove to investors that I have, you know, skin in the game. And yeah. I think hopefully I've kind of worked myself up to a point with a distributor that maybe they might possibly be willing to front a little bit of money as well. But yeah. I hope to get that one going in in September, September, November is sort of my goal. Awesome. Well, you are always welcome, of course, to come back on anytime to, uh, you know, plug those films. If yes, and when. yes, so. definitely. So when can we expect, well, you told me before, we've already talked, but when can we expect to see mutant vampires. So I think that anyone who invested, um, obviously will be able to see it as soon as it's done, which I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I've, I've got the rough cuts done. I have the color grading done. Um, currently audio is being laid into it and then sweetened up and somebody is going to, we have someone doing an original score. Um, they should be starting in on that probably in late July. So, you know, if I had my if I had my brothers, I would probably say around November, October, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, and then once you pass it off to a distributor, it, it kind of depends on the distributor when they want to release something. I've yeah. had them release it two months into it and some release it like six months after uh, acquiring it but the goal is to find the best um you know the best widest release for the movie of course yeah so do you have any last words you would like to leave the listeners with um yeah you know please please follow uh seventh street productions on youtube and on facebook on instagram uh you know you can follow me on facebook as well calvin mccarthy and you know i'm always looking to collaborate i'm always looking for other people that kind of want to 
uh, kind of get uh, a movie going and, and kind of help support things. And, you know, being being an actor first and being uh, a director and a filmmaker now, I, I kind of, I've kind of come from a spot where I understand, um, you know, the team aspect of it mm-hmm. and am really eager to just kind of like get a good team together and, uh, you know, be able to, uh, to compromise uh, for the, the betterment of the movie. So, I mean, if, if there's anyone out there listening who's interested in just kind of, you know, kind of kind of getting together and joining the team like please please reach out if there's anything that you think that that you could do or you would like to do please reach out to me on behalf of beam me up please visit antonyelchinfoundation.org thank you